Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard, along with Rhino, back in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. Little warmish out there. Just a little bit. And going to get warmer, right? Supposedly. Jeez, I had some uh, friends who attended the baseball game in Hattiesburg. P. Taylor Park. That yesterday. was a hot one. Man. They said it's the hottest they've ever been in attending a baseball game. Understandable, because it, it was actually quite a bit warmer to the south of us, right? Yesterday, I think we had a kind of a bubble oh, yeah. of all sorts of heat advisories with heat indexes soaring to above 100 degrees. Which, if I'm not mistaken, there are still heat advisories for large swaths of the Magnolia State. Wow. Now, wasn't too long ago there were predictions that the electrical grid in Texas would succumb to the increase in demand as the summer set in, and more folks, of course, are running their air conditioner. But that didn't happen. They actually had record heat out there. I don't know if it's record heat, but extreme heat. And I saw a report this morning that no, no outages, no brownouts, no blackouts, and that sort of stuff, which is which is good that uh, it was able to sustain and withstand the demand because that was very concerning. Now, I don't know if that means they're out of the woods, of course, but anyhow. In the meantime, congratulations to the Ole Miss Rebels for pulling it off. Who the fuck? Last team in the dang tournament going to Omaha. And didn't lose in the postseason, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. And what is most stunning, I think, about the series in Hattiesburg is that the home team in their two games versus the visiting Rebels didn't score a run. That was surprising. Didn't didn't see that coming. I think historically that's only the third time ever the host of a Super Regional has been blanked. Wow. Well, that was uh, just shocking. Didn't didn't see that coming. Now, I felt like that Ole Miss had very strong pitching. Certainly at the beginning of the year, it was dominant. In the, in the middle of the year, during the conference play, so-so. Losing series. But came back strong and really dominated again. Surprised at that. 
But uh, congratulations to both teams. Of course, the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. And what a class act Coach Scott Berry is. You know, we've had the honor of interviewing him on middays, and he's just such pleasure. And uh, I think he obviously does more than just coach baseball. You can tell that. He develops young athletes, are still young, to come in in their teens into productive men. And so we appreciate that. But it, really great for the state of Mississippi as well, I believe, to showcase two great Mississippi programs. And, and heck, just last year, Mississippi State winning the College World Series. I got to tell you, I like Ole Miss's chances. They play the way they did this past weekend. They'll be uh, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I didn't check the outcome of the Oregon State-Auburn game. I couldn't stay up that late. I think Auburn was one game away, right, from advancing. What happened? I'm not sure. They are playing an if game today. Okay. So the rubber match today? Up you in got the if game between UConn and Stanford and yeah. Auburn and Oregon State. That's all that remains, right? All the other slots have been filled. So the remaining two of the eight will duke it out today and up in up both on the West Coast in Stanford and in Corvallis, Oregon. It was a little chilly. It's so crazy, isn't it, while we're sweltering in the heat. I actually just got an update on the heat advisory. And uh, let me know if this actually impacts you in the Magnolia State with the directions they gave. The affected area for the heat advisory, Monday, 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. Portions of northeast Louisiana, central, east central, north central, northeast, northwest, south central, southeast, and southwest, and west central Mississippi. (laughs) Will you just tell me who's not under it? It'd be much easier. Like some little speck somewhere in the state that's not covered by that geographic description? (laughs) Golly. That sounds more that sounds more like a legal description for property at the circuit clerk's office. Study. If you missed that, it is central, east central, north central, northeast, northwest, south central, southeast, oh. southwest, and west central <laughs> Mississippi under a heat advisory. Got got it. <laughs> wow. Well, it's a little little early, I think, in the summer year for that, but you you never know. Well, it is saying that heat index values will be north of 105, up to 110 degrees expected. Jeez. Okay. Well, the message there is, folks, stay hydrated and uh, stay safe, stay cool, be aware of uh, the possibility of heat exhaustion. I I played golf uh, over the weekend, and, and it was hot yesterday. I also worked in my yard and sweated quite a bit. I got a little crampy. In the shins and the legs last night, did not hydrate enough. My my wife fussed at me and was pouring yeah, Gatorade. Jar. Yeah, exactly. And uh, bananas too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So had a, had a banana. Still a little, little stiff down in that those calves. You sit there with the pickle jar with the lid off and a banana, and while you eat the banana, you sip on the pickle jar, oh, and geez. they'll go away eventually. <laughs> if that doesn't work, just find you a mustard packet and open it and just. Take it like a shot. Oh, how appetizing does all that sound? <laughs> but if you're cramping, you will do anything. Yeah, that's true. That is absolutely true. So the price of gas eclipsed the $5 mark. We predicted it right here last week. Not that it was hard to predict. It's not like 
we were prescient in that prediction by any stretch. But uh, over five bucks, a California gas station accidentally set their pumps to 69 cents per gallon. Rancho Cordova gas station glitch gave customers 69 cents for a little while. Anyhow, incredible. I've also seen reports that some convenience store fuel station operators are just saying we're not going to do it anymore. And it's not that they're making these enormous profits. We've discussed that quite a bit. Their profit on a gallon of gas is minimal. The vast majority of the cost of, a, of uh, a gallon of refined gas is in the price of a barrel of oil, the raw material product itself. But you may have caught this over the weekend, or actually prior to the weekend, the president uh, at the America Summit, which for the most part, uh, by the way, was a flop. Some of uh, the leaders of nations in the Americas, or certainly in North America, failed to participate, and also saw a report that the little favors, the gifts, you know, that the participants get for showing that they attended. I think there was a tumbler, and it <laughs> had a stamp on the bottom of it, proudly made in China <laughs> at the America Summit. You can't make it up. But the president said, and I'm quoting here, Exxon made more money than God. That's what he said. And once again, pointing fingers at capitalism and profit-making as the core issue here, causing the price of gas to rise sharply. There's several problems with that. First of all, why, why are they so intent on blasting, trashing, condemning profit-making? No profit, no country. The market determines the price. And the price of oil, which which comprises the vast majority, the market price of oil, comprises the vast majority of the price of gas at the pump, well, that's a, that's a global commodity. Now, I'm not trying to defend Exxon here. I'm not trying to, to condemn them either. I'm condemning Joe Biden for lashing out at markets. And when we come back... I'm going to explain how he's wrong about this. I did a little analysis, a little investigation into Exxon's historical revenue and profit and compared that to the price of gas. We'll talk about that when we come back as Jethro Tull pumps us out of this segment. Middays is in the Element Well Studios. We're just getting started at 1105 State Auditor Shad White in the Element Well Studios.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions and hot, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear skies, low around 75. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 96. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 75. And a look to Wednesday, sunny conditions and hot, high all the way up to 97. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Buying for a business? Let Batteries Plus be your partner. Whether you have one location or many, you'll find solutions for all of your battery, lighting, phone, and tablet repair needs, plus volume discounts and more. Sign up for a free business account at batteriesplus.com slash business. Batteries Plus. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world. The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Speaking of hot, 
That is one hot place downtown oh, with man. all that pavement, those buildings, and zero air circulating. Man, when I first started working Doesn't down there. Doesn't help that as the uh, mercury rises, so does the smell. That is absolutely true. You're right about that. But I think that's because the, the heat causes the smell oh, maybe yeah. to emit and. It's evaporating all that mystery liquid from the gutters. Oh, jeez, please. I just lost my appetite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I when I worked down there, when I first got out of school, hot as blazes, of course, and had to wear suit to work every day. That was the, that was the dress code. And you try to find, not that I could afford it, I absolutely couldn't, so I was still wearing the couple of suits that I had saved up money to buy, neither of which were the correct weight for New Orleans. And you really needed seersucker, poplin. I to say, anything heavier than linen is pretty much too heavy. Yeah. I couldn't afford it, uh, So, but I had to wear the suit every day. And the, it, was also, it was also a requirement you had to eat out of the office. They felt like that even even young folks, the you know the staffers like me who had zero influence and knew nobody, their their theory was get out and about, mix and mingle. Now the partners, the occasion that they would invite you to lunch and pick it up, which was really a godsend. Yeah, they walk in a place and they know everybody down there. But they should. I mean, that's what they do. They're once you get to that level, you're essentially a salesperson. But we had to eat out, and so you'd have to walk. I worked uh, on Poitras, and, man, I'm telling you, you, you know, three minutes outside, and you're drenched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you come back trying to operate that pentel pencil <laughs> with the flow charting and stuff. It was kind of hard. I'll sweat it up. But nonetheless, before I get back to the Joe, uh, the Joe Biden's attack on Exxon, I, I failed in the first segment to uh, – Talk about our experience up there in the Mississippi Delta at the Delta Soul Golf and Charity event. Our good friend and host, Steve Azar. Fantastic job, as usual. Man, the the torrents of rain that came through there, gee whiz, which ultimately came through here, right? Oh, yeah. It made its way across a big chunk of the Magnolia State. My wife texted me and said, well... We're under a tornado warning, and it's like right on top of me right now in Madison. And you know where she was? In the line at the Chick-fil-A. You got no chance of getting out of that. That's like the ultimate gridlock right there, right? Although, if something bad were to happen, you'd probably put Chick-fil-A in the top five of being able to handle it. That's very true. Excellent point. They're like logistical experts. Agree with you. Anyhow, thank God. I'm not aware of any major damage from the storms that came through, but there was a little bit of wind damage. There was a tree down over I-20 that I remember seeing a report of, okay. but uh, not a whole lot of uh, reports of tornadic touchdowns. Just wind and trees and limbs and that kind of stuff. Whole bunch of dang rain though. Oh yeah, in a short period of time. By the way, lots of folks have been reporting that uh, I think we had some issues with being off the air, but it looks like everybody's now saying we're back. So appreciate that. And uh, let us know, and we'll certainly... It's melting the towers. Yeah, that's what it is. We'll forward it to the powers to be. But nonetheless, what a great event, as usual. And so, while they were waiting to hit the golf course right now, you may have heard, folks, as well, all the commotion in the background. They had kind of set up a little craps table 
<laughs> and they were betting in the club there uh, just to have some some fun and pass the time, you know, while they waited. And they were getting rowdy. Well, they were drinking them Bloody Marys and getting rowdy. But all were there to have a great time for a great cause. And what a blast it was and, and what an honor to host a show up there. And and uh, those celebrities and the comedians and the athletes and so forth. I got a shot of Corey Miller, NFL great, former NFL great. Uh, he looks like he could still suit it up today. I think he's 52, 53 years old. Fantastic gentleman. A lot of fun interviewing him. And then, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that uh, – I get a little little bit of chill bumps when I got two Olympic gold medalists on either side of me flanking me while I'm doing an interview. Incredible, of course. And uh, appreciate them coming to Greenville, Mississippi for a great cause and appreciate what Steve does. And you can tell he is beloved by the community and certainly by all those who benefit from uh, his efforts and his works. And he, he's just a, a, a generous, gracious man, and we are proud of him uh, and a great ambassador for the state of Mississippi. All right. So Joe Biden says, Exxon made more money than God. Well, the first question, <laughs> by the way, Exxon is on track to make about $23 billion this year. They did have a very good quarter relative to last year in the last quarter. They made about $5.3 billion. not quite double the same quarter last year. But if $23 billion is, quote, more money than God, what is Apple's $100 billion? Apple made more money last quarter than Exxon will this year. Is he blasting them, condemning them? No, because they operate in a different market where there's no global commodity raw material product such as crude oil being traded that affects it. Plus, he's not out there saying, we're putting Apple, no more iPhones, no more iPads, we're putting them out of business, which is what he's telling the fossil fuels industry. All right, so... Back to Exxon. $23 billion, follow me here. $23 billion is their run rate for this year. Okay. In 2008, the company made $45 billion. Nearly double what they made today. Now, adjust that for inflation, it, it is more than double. The price of gas in 2008, on average for the year, Looked it up through all the official sources. $3.30. So let's let's do a little comparative math. Price at the pump, $3.30. Exxon makes $45 billion. Price at the pump now, $5. Exxon makes $23 billion. You see the problem with the math? Now, it's no secret the president is mathematically challenged. It's almost like there's a parabolic curve somewhere in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> oh, gosh. It, it's And what bothers me about this, you know, you know as well as I do, that his loyal minions 
when he says that Exxon made more money than God, they're going, yeah, Joe, you get him. It's Exxon. Oh, my gosh. It's so sickening. Because it's wrong. It's just categorically false. And he, of course, won't clarify that. And in the effort there is to say, not me, must be them. It's that excess profit there. It's that greed, profiteering. Jeez. It's just so disingenuous, though, the, the, the statement, the argument, the cause. Just is. Now, the markets ain't happy today. The Dow off its low of the session, it was down 877 a minute ago. It's down 748. That's still a massive sell-off. And I don't think this is capitulation day. I, I think we got more to go. I think we got a few thousand more on the Dow. I think we got a few hundred more on the NASDAQ. And I think the S&P is going to 3,500. That's just me. It's just my opinion. By the way, the S&P is 37.76 presently. So I think it's got another minimum couple hundred points. The Nasdaq's down 438 today. So a lot of what's driving this, of course, is the shocking inflation report that we got last week, that inflation still at 8.6%, the CPI. Expectations were that maybe we're seeing a peak, but we didn't see a peak. So the translation there and, and the, the progression there is the Fed sees that, says we got to get more aggressive in hiking rates. And the market says more aggressive in hiking rates means more likely we're not going to experience a so-called soft landing, which means the Fed can hike rates and, and tighten the money supply without throwing us in, bumping us into a recession. But it looks like that's the market says, yeah, we're going into a recession. And it don't like that. The Fed's meeting tomorrow and Wednesday. They'll announce their actions with respect to the benchmark interest rate on Thursday. Most analysts expect 50 basis points. I don't think that's enough, and they need to do more. We'll take a break right here on Middays. Don't forget Auditor Shad White at 11.05. Did you know that the average diamond changes hands five times before it ever reaches a jewelry store? And every time, the price goes up. That's nuts. And that's why the world's finest diamond cutters come directly to Juniker Jewelry. There's no one else between you and your diamond. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein, because we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the diamonds of average jewelry stores. From cushion cuts to princess cuts, ovals, marquee, and classic round brilliance, they are all here at Juniker Jewelry. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. We even have interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So guys, you can do this. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. What's nuts would be to shop anywhere else. Juniker Jewelry, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. 
Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Pro-life and pro-choice supporters are making their way through Washington, D.C. as the Supreme Court decision on abortion is expected this month. A draft decision leaked from the court suggests that they plan to overturn the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Without it, abortion access would be left to the states to regulate. The average for a gallon of diesel in Mississippi is up to 5.36 today. School districts have to take these record prices into consideration as they work out their budgets. The Lamar County School District is looking into gas buses and possibly working on some grants for electric buses. Superintendent Stephen Hampton told WDAM they're trying to diversify their fleet and be proactive as they rework their 2023 budget to account for the rise in prices. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. Swing in to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. Ball from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. 
Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Break that guitar. <laughs> Spin that mic, Roger Daltrey. Has anybody else done it as good as him? No, they haven't even tried. I mean, you could spin that thing like he was in a bull, bull roping contest or something. <laughs> Freddie Mercury was pretty good. Yeah, microphone. that's true. He was. Yeah, good point. Yeah, agree. By the way, Exxon paid... So, let me preface this. Joe also said, hey, Exxon, get out there and drill. And he he said this, and pay your fair share. They paid $40 billion in taxes last year. $40 billion. Incredible. It's, are we at a point where you could just say whatever the hell you want when you're in public office, or even a candidate? Just whatever you want. Because Pretty nobody much. ever checks it. Nobody will, I shouldn't say nobody, but it's really the media's responsibility, right? I mean, that's what we expect as Americans, is that we have a media, and that's the reason we have a free press, for the most part. We expect them to, oh, we've got to do a little fact-checking on that, and do some research, and inform the public, and call out these politicians. I don't care what party they're in, doesn't matter. We just want the truth, and we want to be able to rely on media sources. But instead, what we get is a media that covers for this guy, because they're in bed with him. They're they're ideological. They're not journalists. And you have to give it to Trump. He called him out. And every time it seems like he would have an event, he'd point to, hey, talking about you, you're lying. And to a great extent, he was right. No doubt. It's disappointing, because that's not the way it should be. And unfortunately, it ends up indicting the entire journalism profession. No, nobody trusts them on either side, honestly. But So we try to give you the facts here. And if folks, if I just gave you the rundown of Exxon. If you find 
anything that's incorrect about what we said there, please let me know. We'll do some research on it. I, I will tell you, though, my source, their annual reports. I go straight to the 10K. I don't rely on re- stupid articles and crap. I definitely don't remi- rely on Joe Biden. And there's all sorts of sources, official sources, about the average price of gas. It's been tracked for a very long time. In fact, you can get it by month and go back decades by month. And I remember when it hit that point in 28, we thought, that man, that's incredible. Because that was the highest point. What would we give today for 330? We'd be ecstatic. Seriously. Now, a friend sent me a report in Tennessee. I know we got folks in Tennessee that listen. Looks like that they're set to pause the sales tax on groceries, uh, food in particular, consumable food, for a while. I, I can't remember when for the length of time. And and someone asked me why why don't we do that here? And I started thinking about that. And one thing to keep in mind is. Apparently, it's the entire month of August. Okay, for one month. The little sales tax holiday. All right. It, it, is that right on consumable food, or are there other items involved in that as well? Uh, from what I can tell, it's a grocery sales tax. So yeah, Just grocery. Okay, yeah. All right. So, all right, so in Mississippi, the issue there would be, and I'm not as familiar with Tennessee's revenue model, but in Mississippi, keep in mind that a fair amount of our sales taxes, which are remitted to the state, are then diverted back to the municipalities where the purchase occurred. And so they rely on sales taxes, municipalities do. That's their primary source of revenue. Here we go. I found a list. The sales tax holiday will begin July 29th and run until 11.59 p.m. July 31st. So that wouldn't be August. I don't know why they're... Two days? That must be August 30. Either way, the list of what they're they're exempt from, maybe they got a typo on the date there. Yeah. Clothing. Okay. Tax-exempt general apparel costing under $100 okay. will be exempt. Not exempt is clothing over 100 jewelry, handbags, sports or recreational equipment. School supplies. School and art supplies under $100 or less per item, including notebooks, binders, backpacks, pens, pencils, and art items such as clay, glazes, drawing pads, and brushes. Okay. Not exempt. Items costing more than $100. Items normally sold together cannot be separated to bring the per-item cost below the $100 to be exempt. Uh, computers, though. Tax-exempt computers, laptops, and tablets for personal use costing $1,500 or less. But not exempt are flash drives, CDs, DVDs, printer <laughs> supplies, household appliances, individually purchased software, etc. That's pretty dang complicated. Not oh, only yeah. that, a nightmare for retailers. Even if you have sophisticated sales tax calculation software. And the August sales tax holiday for food and food ingredients does not include alcoholic beverages, tobacco, candy, dietary supplements, and prepared (laughs) food. Gee whiz. That could get a little dicey. But nonetheless, they're, they're trying to do something, so I guess you have to commend them for that. I believe it would require a special session here in Mississippi to change the statute on the way sales taxes are, are apportioned, sales tax revenues to the state and then to municipalities. Anyhow, uh, that's just, I, I think states, governments, they're looking for some sort of way to provide relief to citizens. 
Jerry in Waynesboro on the C Spire text line, which is, of course, 601-879-4395, says, explain to us why a strong dollar is really a bad thing like compared to the yen. It's a good, really good question, Jerry. Uh, but here's the deal. A strong dollar is good for some and sort of bad for others. And, and, and this is why. First, traveling abroad is cheaper. With a, with a strong dollar, because your dollar buys more of what whatever the denomination currency is to the, to the nation you are traveling. And when we talk about a strong dollar, it's, it's compared to other global currencies. Um, second thing is, goods that you buy that are produced overseas, you buy more, your dollar has more purchasing power when the dollar's strong versus uh, other currencies. Easy example of that is, remember the uh, commercials from... Back in the day, wait four to six weeks for delivery, and it's going to cost you more if you're from Canada. Yeah, right. Exactly. Good point. All right, so American companies that export or rely heavily on selling their goods abroad, uh, they are harmed by a strong dollar because it means that their customers abroad, it requires more of their currency to buy products against that with those uh, uh, those which are produced in America uh, in accordance with the dollar. With the dollar is the denomination of the cost inputs. So foreigners have less buying power with a strong dollar. Americans have stronger buying power abroad. Really doesn't affect that much domestically, except with respect to those goods that are imported. Um, but I, I'm a fan of a strong dollar, of king dollar. I think that's overall better. And the other thing to keep in mind is that that figures into the global bond market and, and U.S. Treasuries when the dollar is strong. Um, treasuries can uh, – they're more attractive because they're denominated in dollars and they're, and they're backed by the nation – that has a stronger currency. So anyhow, good for some, bad for others. Hope that was a decent explanation. On the ceasefire text line, suspend all taxes from now on in all states. Hmm. And how would we pay our bills would be the question if we suspend, uh, suspended all taxes. If we just suspended, if you look at Mississippi where the primary sources of revenue are income taxes and sales taxes, if we suspended them all, the state would crash. It would it would go bankrupt. Literally, couldn't couldn't pay its bills. By the way, we did have record revenues for the. Uh, looks like we're going to have that for the year. We're we're 1.3 billion ahead of estimates, and that's without the month of June being factored in there yet. That would be the last month of the year, so the fiscal year. So, but that's no surprise. We knew that when the federal government dropped all that helicopter money on it on us, and that got circulated. Uh, in the economy, we knew we were going to produce more more revenue from that. And we also had lots of folks did very well in the markets before they started crashing, and they produced lots of capital gains that were subject to tax, and et cetera. And companies made a lot of profit because people had a lot of money to go spend in the company. So, But all that's changing in a hurry, and we're going to take a break right here. Final segment this hour, and then Auditor Shad White after the break.
Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero Turn More package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer. And that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. This is the opening agri-market report. It's open at the New York Cotton Exchange. December cotton was down 37 to 121.99. March cotton was down 41 to 117.43. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade. July soybeans were down 29 and a half to 17.16 per bushel. August soybeans were down 26 and a quarter to 16.35 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was down a nickel to 7.68 and a quarter per bushel. September corn was down three and three quarters to 7.29 per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was down 217 to 134.02. October live cattle was down 187 to 140.07. August feeders down 337 to 171.10. September feeders down 287 to 173.17. At the open, the Dow Jones down 699 points, 30,693. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Before heading out in your RV, go through your propane system safety checklist. Take a look at exterior vents and clear away debris and blockage. Check propane cylinders for wear and tear. Inspect all propane appliance connections thoroughly for frays and damage. Make sure your RV has a DC fire extinguisher and propane carbon monoxide and smoke detectors and have the vehicle inspected annually. Remember, always leave repairs to the professionals. Energy for everyone, propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com to learn more. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you in the Element Wealth Studios, kicking off a brand new week here on Middays. I think we're in the studio all week. I'm not traveling. Not a traveling man. That was a Rick Nelson song, I think, back in the 50s. Traveling man. Uh, Talk about the ROI for Exxon versus other industries. Not unreasonable at all. That uh, on the ceasefire text line. Yeah, the, the oil and gas industry has a really terrible... ROI, honestly. It, so I think the reason that it, it, it is such a target is because it's a consumable that we all buy on a regular basis. And so we just pay more attention to that. I talked about Apple a minute ago and their $100 billion of annual profit. And I guess you could say, well, that's not something I buy regularly, right? You replace that. But you do subscribe to a lot of stuff. And that Apple derives income from lots of various services and your cloud storage. I can't even think of the Apple Music and Apple TV. There's just a number. I mean, so they have a huge subscription revenue component. But nonetheless, good question. And uh, did go look that up. Exxon, gee whiz, 2017 ROI, 6.6%. 18, 7.24, 19, 4.83, 2020 is the year they lost money. We talked about that. You won't hear Joe Biden talk about that, though, will you, that they lost money. Lost $21 billion that year. That's when I mean, COVID if you shut it down. Pile all the, the entities, all the firms together in individual industries. Yeah. And just look at industries as a whole and their average return on investment. Retail and technology are the only two that have north of 20% ROI. That's right. You look at transportation or energy or health care or all terrible. discretionary consumer spend. They're all 10% or less ROI. Absolutely. Absolutely right. And then you get to the service industry, and it's, what, 5 6 7% at most? Yeah. It, it depends on the service, obviously. Right. I mean, but that's yeah, lumping a lot together, but yeah. So Apple... It's a 200%, generally speaking. But it's because they produce proprietary technology that we, that we all consume. It, they just did. And they innovated. Incredible. I'm not saying that Exxon is not innovative in the oil and gas industry, but it, it's kind of an old guard industry. And what they focus on is how can we be more efficient Still taking crude oil and producing gas the way they have for decades. Whereas a company such as Apple in the technology industry, they're constantly inventing new stuff. 
we benefit from that. They profit from it. That's just how it works. Um, Microsoft, 282% over the last five years, average. But you don't hear anybody complaining about that. That's the only point I'm making. And I, and I, I think it's because it's just it's in your face every day. You don't have the price of Apple goods and services plastered all over the roads like you do. By the way, speaking of that, Thomas sent an interesting um, photo here. A gas station that burned in Itabina in 2008 still has the sign displaying the price of fuel still up. And you can tell it's overgrown and all the pumps have been removed from the concrete pads. But anyhow, regular gas, 333. I said 330. So there you go, 333. Appreciate that, Thomas. Bowen Indianola says, you can't help but have record highs with everything up as high as it is. I bet the amount of goods sold is actually down. Yeah. Um, so that's the other fallacy in Joe's comment was, was you hear this, the companies are making record profits. And they're actually not. They did when we poured helicopter money into the economy. But they're not now because that's dried up. The child tax credits, for example, they're gone. All the the um, enhanced unemployment benefits, gone. The PPP money. You just go down the list of the trillions we dumped into the economy. Well, pretty much that's already funneled through. So, in fact, the reason the market is declining is because all these companies are saying, hey, 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 we don't feel too good about the future. It's the guy. It's called guidance. Even Apple is issuing negative guidance. They all are. Target, we talked about that last week, says we, we're overstocked here. So maybe they'll put some stuff on sale to unload their inventory because they don't want to sit on it. That costs money, too. It's carrying costs. You wonder, though, in this Tennessee sales tax deal, you think there's going to be just this huge run to go take advantage of that? which might just deplete all the goods on the on the shelves. Saw an interview with a truck driver that said it's not sustainable. If this keeps up, we're not going to be able to get goods to the shelves. You're going to see empty shelves, and you're going to see folks fighting over the necessities of life in this country today. She whiz. It's time to take a break right here. Bad moon rising, that may be a propose. We got Super Talk News, Fox News, Auditor Shad White after that. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. Stocks start the week down again on Wall Street ahead of an interest rate hike expected to be announced on Wednesday meant to fight inflation. And gas prices are up again. The average price for regular unleaded hitting 501 per gallon for the first time ever nationwide, according to AAA. It's rough. I don't know. I got to figure out how I'm going to pay for gas. She's in Atlanta. Diesel prices also hitting a record 577 per gallon nationwide. Fox's Jeff Manasso. Trump campaign chairman Bill Stepien cancels today's in-person appearance with the House committee investigating last year's Capitol riot. His wife's in labor. The committee played video of his prior testimony about President Trump disagreeing with his advice to not declare victory on election night. He told me so, and, uh, you know, that they were going to, you know, go in a, in a, you know, he was going to go in a different direction. That's the first of three hearings scheduled for this week. America's listening to Fox News. 
A stronger, healthier Mississippi starts with the right managed care. Managed with integrity. Amerigroup brings over 30 years of experience partnering with Medicaid programs throughout the country and a deep commitment to Mississippi. So far, we've invested over $3 million to improve the overall health of our communities. Amerigroup of Mississippi. Managed care. Managed with integrity. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Fourth District incumbent Congressman Stephen Palazzo and GOP challenger Mike Ezell will debate before the June 28th runoffs. Incumbent Congressman Michael Guest is declining Michael Cassidy's invitation to do the same. Former Mississippi GOP Chairman Lucian Smith predicts that voter turnout is going to play a huge factor in that race. I think Michael Guest certainly benefits from high turnout. I think Michael Cassidy benefits from low turnout because the people who are going to show up in the in the in a low turnout scenario are the people who are the angriest, the most motivated, and those are going to be the people who are mad at everybody in Washington and want to throw uh, throw everybody out. So I, I think a, a high turnout scenario or a higher turnout scenario is is better for Michael in the third. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not that long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my health care provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. Jackson's police chief says his department is a 100 officers short, and he's asking for help. Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson moderated a crime summit last week. He outlined two key factors that need to change, a lack of cells to hold criminals after an arrest, and... In 2016, the city of Jackson entered into an agreement with the ACLU. Basically, they agreed not to uh, arrest, uh, not to jail people for misdemeanor crimes. So you have a generation now since 2016 of young people who've come up committing misdemeanors, which can be fairly serious crimes, robbery, burglary, so forth, with no, no enforcement. Gibson is hoping to follow up with another summit in August. So we want to have action, not just talk about this. And on my first bullet point here is ACLU uh, decree, consent decree. Uh, find out exactly what needs to happen to get that reversed or or mitigated. 
Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Swing Hand is sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. Fall from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. on midday super top mississippi live from the element wealth studios today we made the trip up to the delta on friday it's so great traveling through the state of mississippi auditor shad white by the way is our guest uh, thanks for coming in today to auditor. Yeah. but i don't know you travel around the state as well we're so blessed with uh, such a beautiful great state and it's this amazing. time of year in particular the the trek from here to greenville is a couple hours but uh, it's just it's beautiful to do that. I mean, God blessed us for sure. That's right. I'm headed up that way on Wednesday. I'm headed south today, uh, and then headed up to Tupelo on Friday too. And yeah, you do you do some of these drives, and it's amazing. There are days when I don't want to be out walking in it, yeah. but uh, yeah. but uh, we have some beautiful drives. We re- we really do. Uh, so you're going to Tupelo? Are you going to go up the Trace for any part of that? That's a good job? question. There's yeah. no easy way to get There's to really Tupelo, not. right? Yeah. No. So the Trace is if we're taking it easy that morning. Yeah. yeah I think I got some meetings up there, and I'm speaking you. to Kiwanis or something. Like that. The last Friday. couple of times I've I've gone uh, north on 55, uh, 82, mm-hmm. cut over, and then hopped on the trace. That's not bad either. About forty five miles on the trace. Yeah, just it's beautiful. Yeah, don't, do don't there, get man. broken down on the trace. I almost no. did that one time. Truck started stuttering in the oh, middle of a gosh. rainstorm with no with no cell phone coverage at all, and so I ended up calling. This was several years ago. I ended up calling my dad, and I said, this is where I am. If you don't hear from me in 20 minutes, get on the trace and start driving. And I made it back somehow. My truck made it. But it was, it was touch and go for a minute. Uh, touch you. and go. Well, uh, you know, I, I kid you about this all the time, but you're too busy down there. Um, <laughs> too too busy cracking these fraudsters. Yeah. I want you to be the Maytag repairman. I know I've shared that with you before, but... It would be nice to not be busy. But I know. We've been, I agree. We've been busy. Just yeah. do audits. Yeah. You know, but you yeah. can't because every time you get in there and audit, somebody thinks they can outsmart the system, and uh, and they end up you end up finding all sorts of impropriety. Yep. And you got to take action. And I've always been a fan of your attitude towards that, which is don't really care what that might mean and what they may think of you or the office or the system or whatever. Yep. It's law. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. And that's yep. what we're going to do here. Yep. 
and and I think people see that. I was I was coming back from the National State Auditors Association conference last week, which is exactly as exciting as it sounds, uh, <laughs> and I actually like it a lot because we get a chance as auditors to sit around the same table and yeah. discuss the best audits from this past year, the most complicated ones, the ones that turned up the biggest fraud, the biggest crime. It's really a, it's a really good environment to be in. But I was coming back from uh, this conference. I was in Atlanta in the airport, and somebody came up to me and said the same exact thing, and, and they were talking about one of the cases that we had. And, I could tell that they had read a ton about this case, very interested in it, and said the same point that that you just made, Gerard, that it's really important that people feel like the law is the law regardless of who it is, and if it's somebody famous or if it's not, if it's somebody who is very well connected or somebody who's not, that the standard is going to be the same for everybody. And that's the message that I'm trying to put. So it's gratifying when people come up to you in the airport, even in Georgia, and say, hey, read about some of the stuff you're doing. Thank you for that. Consistency is the hallmark of principle. There is no principle about consistent application of the standards and of the principle. That's right. And yep. and uh, financial standards, audit standards, I mean, they're pretty well established. It ain't that hard. Uh, as, as far as we don't make the stuff up as yep. we go along, yep. you're, just, you're just adhering to well-established standards and law, of course, yep. which is what dictates all this. And I remember my first year in office, this was a wake-up call, because I, I, I had that baked into my set of values before I walked into the auditor's office, but I remember in my first, I guess, year and a half or so, we back-to-back had you know mid-sized cases against a Democratic supervisor in a blue county, and then right behind that had a similar-sized case against a Republican supervisor in a very red county, back-to-back. And, you know, it was it was as if on social media everybody was mad simultaneously <laughs> and and you know in my mind i thought that's a sign that we're doing the exact exactly right thing right. And, and you know what if if at the end of it all those people stay mad at me and i get to the end of my time as state auditor i will at least know that i did the job the right way exactly right, right. Uh, and then i'll go back to the house and find the next thing to do or whatever it may be <laughs> but i also tend to think that there's this huge group of largely silent taxpayers who are not spending their time, you know, on Twitter every five seconds complaining about an audit that we did, right. who see the news about this stuff and they're grateful that somebody is holding everybody accountable equally, Democrat, Republican, rich, poor, connected, not, right. all that. You, you just uh, They just don't say anything about it, and that's fine. They don't yeah. necessarily weigh in and offer their commentary. Uh, unfortunately, it's always those people that are bent out of shape on either side in a situation. That's usually the ones welcome, who are most vocal. Welcome to politics. Absolutely. <laughs> I get it. So, all right. So you have published, your office has uh, recently, a crime cost report. And that had some rather sobering data in it uh, with respect to what it costs taxpayers to just deal with crime. That's right. So, you know, we've read about the crime wave that's happening in Jackson specifically in the last year and a half or so. Jackson was the per capita leader in homicides for any major metro area in the entire country last year. Homicides are still up this year. It's a tragedy reading about these five-year-old girl killed just in the last few days. Mm. So you read about these stories and, and the stories of the victims and their families hurt your heart. But we also wanted to make the point that there is a cost to the taxpayers for all these homicides as well, and and that's where I come in as state auditor. It is my job not just to audit public money, not just to put a stop to fraud, but also to tell taxpayers when their money is being misspent, misallocated, wasted, spent on things that we don't have to spend money on. Sure. So we, we did a literature review of the cost of crime around the southeast. We, we pulled cities like Baton Rouge, Mobile, Orlando, Florida, even as far away as Orlando, and, and started looking at what homicides cost those cities. And 
what we were able to get down to is that the typical homicide in a city like Jackson costs taxpayers anywhere from $900,000 per homicide to $1.2 million per homicide. The way you get to a number that big is think about the crime scene. You've got to investigate the crime scene. You've got to make an arrest if you can find somebody. So you've got to pay for the law enforcement officers. You've got to clean the crime scene. If the victim has to go and have medical care, emergency medical care, before they pass away, we're probably going to pay for a little bit of that. If we catch somebody who's committed murder, we're going to have to adjudicate their case through the system. So we're going to have to prosecute them. The judge's time has to be paid for, the prosecutors. Mm-hmm. Then if they get convicted, we got to put them in jail and right. keep them there, right? right? So when you add all that stuff up, you're talking about a pretty big cost mm-hmm. to the taxpayers. In 2021, if you wanted to try to summarize the cost to the taxpayers of just the homicides that happened in Jackson, Mississippi, you're talking about a number up around $180 million just for the homicides in the city of Jackson. So that shows you that we've got a big cost associated with this violent crime, and it's going to do us some good to stop the violent crime, not just for the victims, not just for the families, but also for the taxpayers more generally. And I know in this particular report, I believe you focused on on violent crime and, uh, crime and homicides in particular. But, you know, I've often thought the same thing, Auditor, about just uh, avoidable car crashes, for example. Bingo. It costs yeah. a lot of money yep. to deal with that. And if you're on your dang phone, Yes. Or you're inebriated or anything else. That's an unforced error. I mean, accidents, sure, they happen. That's why we all have insurance. That's why we have, we pay our taxes for law enforcement and so forth to to manage that and deal with that. But if, you know, you're doing 100 miles an hour down the road and the speed limit's 70, you're you're at higher risk. I mean, statistically, that's just the truth. Or anything else you may may be engaged in that's just gross negligence, well, we're all having to pay for that. That's right. And you and I are, we're data guys, right? So so when we think about these problems, I think it's important to be able to speak to research about how big the problem is. How much would we save if we prevented that preventable car crash or if we prevented that homicide? And, And, you know, we can quantify it in terms of dollars, but we can also quantify the cost of violent crime in terms of lives. Sure. So... One thing the the report points out is if you hire another 100 additional police officers and put them on the street, that, according to research, equates to between 6 and 10 prevented homicides per year. So that shows you that not only is it a tragic waste of taxpayer resources when you see homicides, but there's a better way to use those resources, and it's law enforcement. That's one of the most robust findings in social science. More police officers equals less crime. More police officers equals less crime. Liberals love to point out, or claim at least, that they're the the, the ideology of science, right? Conservatives don't want to think about science. They're the ones who rely on studies for all their (laughs) views. They don't like talking about studies when it means more police officers on the ground. They don't like talking about studies when those studies suggest that fathers are important in households to teach their kids discipline. Those are the kinds of things, honest conversations about real studies that that can show us a pathway forward on these tough issues like violent crime. In fact, they don't like anything that conflicts with their ideological agenda. Oh, I know. Rather than trying to actually solve problems. Oh, I know. And and improve the quality of life and the standard of living and and they just don't want to hear it because unfortunately they derive power from their ideology. That's right. And they got a lot of people fooled, I think. I think process. that's right too. People are waking up. We got a break. You can hang around yes, with us. Yes, sir. Let's we do got it. Auditor Shad White in the Element Well Studios. We'll come right back. Stay with us. Some are born and some are dying. It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come. And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree. 
engines are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundredweight and penny pounds. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. What do you really know about Michael Cassidy? He just came to Mississippi from Maryland and only registered to vote here last year. As a Navy Reserve pilot, Cassidy was grounded and put under an investigation. Mississippi doesn't need a carpetbagger. We need a conservative, a conservative like Michael Guest. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message because you deserve to know the truth. I have a proven conservative record fighting for you and our Mississippi values. I ask for your vote in the June 28th runoff election. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged-in-bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go.
We are back in the Element Well Studios. Auditor Shad White is our guest. I appreciate the Foo Fighters lead-in, too. That's <laughs> straight from my generation, speaking my language. <laughs> so, uh, pivot a little bit. First of all, appreciate you putting that report together uh, showing the cost of crime to taxpayers. Sure. So there's there's obviously an economic cost, and then there's a non-economic cost. It's yes. bad all the way around. But yes. and, and I've often thought, gee, if we didn't have... All of this, this money and, and uh, all of this sort of Byzantine bureaucracy involved in just, in just managing the process of crime, processing yep. crime, how much wealthier we would be. Yes. Uh, it's just true. It, yep. And, and you, you dug into it a little bit. Then we sent them off and incarcerate them, and that costs an arm and a leg yes. as well. And we're constantly playing catch-up to yep. get staff and assets and other resources we need. Uh, of course, now you're aware the DOJ is is looking at parchment, and that's yep. an issue that we got to deal with there. But uh, something that's that's come up uh, here here recently that started to hit me, and I know you're not in the process of making law and appropriating money, sure. But uh, you will be digging into the financial statements at yep. the agency level, which is what uh, your office is charged with. I'm starting to worry a little bit about our income, about our revenue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, in, generally speaking, if if we're dropped into a recession, less economic activity means less revenue to the state. Yep. And I'm not trying to be an alarmist here, but lawmakers need to be concerned about sure. this, I think. Sure. Well, think about inflation, too. You were, you were talking about spending and inflation before I got on the air. You know, what we know is that some of the revenue is, that we've received as a state is it, at least in part driven by the federal government no printing doubt. unprecedented amounts of money. And we've really been doing it since 2008. We've really been doing it since the 2008 financial crisis. You know, the, the Fed has printed a lot of money through what they call quantitative easing. So right. that's, a, that's a ton of money being pushed out into the system through monetary policy. And then, and of course, Congress is spending unprecedented amounts of money, or at least it did through the pandemic. And so, yeah, that money is flowing around. It has to chase certain goods, and it eventually comes back, usually in the form of tax revenue to state and local government. So, yeah, those numbers are going to be high. Now, (laughs) what happens when all of this kind of dies down a little bit? What happens if the Fed tightens interest rates? What happens if Congress is not spending in, in as extreme an amount as they were during COVID, yeah, you're going to see some effects, some downstream effects from this money being cut off. And I'll paraphrase, I guess, Warren Buffett. You know, when the tide is high, it's hard to tell who's swimming naked. And then when the tide goes down, all of a sudden, you, every every time the tide goes down, now you know who's swimming naked. Good what point. that what yeah. that means financially is when there's money flying around, especially in government, there's a big temptation to steal. Right. right. And it can point. happen. And then when the money goes down a little bit, sometimes that happens to make it easier to uncover some of this fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Person A is stealing money, $100,000, let's say, this past year. Mm-hmm. It goes unnoticed because the budgets of a state or local economy are really high. Mm-hmm. So nobody's paid attention to the fact that they're missing $100,000. If the budget craters a year from now, they need that $100,000. People start asking hard questions about where all the money's gone, and now you see that somebody's been swimming naked. The tide has gone down. And, and so that's that's part of my concern as state auditor. Yeah, the legislature is going to have to figure out how they spend money, how they how they avoid overspending. 
But as auditor, I have to figure out, okay, what does all this money flying around mean, and then how do we respond to it if revenue is curtailed later yeah. on down the road? And and let me be clear, I was a proponent of uh, tax reform and eliminating the income tax, at least on a phased-in basis. Uh, but and so, and I still uh, am a proponent of that. But yes. I'm just I'm just saying that if I were a lawmaker. I'd be doing some research on that, yeah. on this, and I and I'd be talking to the state economists, and I'd be sort of sort of taking uh, stock of uh, the overall macroeconomic environment. It, it looked no further than the federal government, which is now receiving record revenues, and the and the Treasury says we're not exactly sure why. Yeah. I mean, right. how can you say that? How can right. they not? And and this is with the Trump tax cuts that all the liberals told us we're going to break us if we yeah. pass them, and we're <laughs> having record revenues. I'm I'm a fan of tax cuts too, and I think that they do a lot to generate economic growth in the economy, which is really important to me. The place you start if you see revenues tailing down, you start with cutting costs. Yeah. Okay. So sure. So let's. Let's have some hard conversations if we think that revenue is going down in the next two years about where we can save money inside government. Because I'm a conservative. When I walked in the state auditor's office, I believed that there was waste in government that could be found and, and eliminated. But now having done this job for four straight years, I can tell you unequivocally there's a lot of waste in government. And, yeah, we need to do a lot more work to curtail that waste. Every single audit that we produce shows it shows some sort of misspending, some sort of waste. And people, if they get bored, can go on our website and, and read all these. I talk about them a lot, too. But that's, that's to me, the big takeaway from my time working in the auditor's office that, that doesn't relate to criminal cases. It's how much waste there is in state government and how easy it is to ignore the waste and just let it keep running. Let yeah. it keep running because nobody is asking hard questions. Let's ask some hard questions. Uh, Let's figure out where the waste is because we're going to need to when the tide goes down a little bit. I just want to see them work together and, sure. and not be antagonistic about, um, you know, it, it dug in on any issue on any side whatsoever of, of the issue, but rather let, let's really take a hard look at our overall fiscal situation yep. and just make sure that we're um, properly handling that. Also, the good news is our rainy day fund is flush. That's great. So, yeah, that's great. which was a good move on the part of our legislature, and I think there was a broad uh, cons- uh, consensus on that to do yep. that. Never been any debate or argument about that. But it, but it's just something to to at least take stock of yep. and think about. Now, my experience in operating a business in Mississippi is that when you see these really wild economic swings, either down or up, usually we don't go to the extremes because we have yeah. a fairly diverse economy, Yep, has, has been my take on it, of which, what, 39% of it or so is, is ag business, and that's fairly static, yep. fairly stable. Yep. So it's not like we have such a reliance on a yep. particular industry that experiences a downturn that it really hurts the state. That's right. So that's the good news for us. The bad news is maybe we don't quite participate at the level of some other states when we have uh, really sharp increases of economic activity. Yeah. yeah, we don't have that, but we also don't have the downturns on the yep. other side. So, yep. uh, and and I think we're in good shape in that we, we're having record revenues. Like I said, we've got the rainy day fund uh, all flush with money as high as it can be, and, and of course with statute. But we still just need to be aware that. Uh, that's right. There's headwinds, and all the analysts I'm hearing this morning are saying the downturn in the market we're seeing, and now down 600-something points, they don't see this as capitulation day. They still think we got yeah. some more downside to come, yeah. and who knows what the Fed's going to do. And that also could affect, the good news is, we're not 
issuing uh, bonds. We're not having to borrow money to the yep. way we were, and we're going to see some interest rate uh, increases, and that affects our borrowing costs. That's right. Yeah, and, and two, some of these things we can't control here in Mississippi. Can't control the Fed. To a limited extent, we can control Congress, but not all that much, right? Yeah. So, so I like to think about the things we can control and what that's going to do to uh, our tax revenue, our future as a state. Let's talk about one thing we can control, or at least try, crime. So at the end of that totally crime agree. report that we were talking about, we not only discussed the cost to the taxpayers of homicides, we discussed the indirect economic costs. And a lot of these are just common sense. There's research to back it up, but they're also common sense. When murders go up in an area, tax revenue goes down, right? So we may not be able to control an international economic contraction, but right. let's make sure we get our own house in order sure. in terms of crime so that our revenue stays as high as possible. I had somebody tell me the other day, well, of course crime is high in Mississippi on a per capita basis because we don't have that many people, and we're a small state. And I said, you ever looked at the crime rate of Iowa? You ever looked at the crime rate of West Virginia? Another small state, few people, high poverty rates in West Virginia. They're doing way better than yeah. we are. And the reason we're doing poorly is our capital city. Right. Is our capital city. Yep. Hines County routinely leads the state in uh, homicides when you compare county to county. Yeah. And it's it's hurting the, the state's overall metrics. The CDC has said that Mississippi has the highest number of deaths per capita due to homicide of any state in the entire country in their most recent data. So mm. let, let's focus on some stuff that we can control. Yeah. And, and when we're starting to worry about tax revenue in the future, one way to get at that problem is to make sure that people feel safe so that they can go out and spend some money, so that they can go higher, so that they can do all the things that make an economy go. We know that housing prices go down. When crime goes up, not complicated, but it's backed by research. We know based on research that uses gunshot geolocation that businesses are 7.5% more likely to fail when gunshots in a neighborhood go up. So we know all these things are going to affect us in the long run. we got to get serious about them. And now. all that figures into our revenue. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bingo. you got to go you hang around? i got I got to go? Yep. Okay. I'm headed on the road. Next. I've enjoyed the conversation. Thank you, sir. Thanks for coming in. It's good to see you. You bet. Auditor Shad White has been our guest here in the LMOL studios. We'll come right back. SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions and hot, high near 96. Tonight, mostly clear skies, low around 75. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 96. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 75. And a look to Wednesday, sunny conditions and hot, high all the way up to 97. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Since 1871, Gaddis McClure Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McClure Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family owned full service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream. The new degree of comfort. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 4th District Incumbent Congressman Stephen Palazzo and GOP Challenger Mike Ezell will debate before the June 28th runoffs. Incumbent Congressman Michael Guest is declining Michael Cassidy's invitation to do the same. Former Mississippi GOP Chairman Lucian Smith predicts that voter turnout is going to play a huge factor in that race. I think Michael Guest certainly benefits from high turnout. I think Michael Cassidy benefits from low turnout because the people who are going to show up in the in the in a low turnout scenario are the people who are the angriest, the most motivated, and those are going to be the people who are mad at everybody in Washington and want to throw uh, throw everybody out. So I, I think a, a high turnout scenario or a higher turnout scenario is is better for Michael in the third. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. 
Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hit a grand slam this afternoon. Listen to Sports Talk Mississippi, the hottest sports show in the state. The action kicks off this afternoon at 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. On middays from the Element Wealth Studios, the Dow now down 529, so it has shed about 200 points of losses since we've been on the air. The NASDAQ has shed about 120, down 330, but still a big old sell-off today. The 10-year Treasury, wow, up 15, 16 basis points. Bitcoin, <laughs> down 5,300 bucks today. You were just talking about that. And to go. So S P down ninety three, it's at thirty eight oh seven. I still it's just an opinion. I feel like thirty five hundred is where it's gotta go before we start to see any sort of bounce to the good, to the upside. But we'll certainly be taking a look at that and watching it. Let's see. I bet uh what does Brian and Madison say? I bet if you took out the crime numbers from Hines County that they would reflect and be comparable to the other states that were mentioned. I don't know. It's possible, I guess. Of course it is the most populated uh, county, I believe. Certainly the city of Jackson is the largest city. And it's possible and I and we've said that just as the auditor did that the the capital city and the crime problems therein they drag us all down. They're a problem. There doesn't seem to be a commitment, a concerted effort to address it, best I can tell. A lot, lot of uh, empty rhetoric, but no results. Just don't see any anything really that is um, that is just doing it. So, hmm. Let's uh, see. Something else I wanted to pass on. Uh, in, the, in the category of government waste of taxpayer dollar and wokeness, <laughs> this is so crazy. Well, there's a college, Seattle Pacific University. Not a really big school, but they have received a $495,000 
National Science Foundation grant, quote, to develop a knowledge base that could lead to awareness of how power relations may be embedded in the way physics is taught and learned. You see, the idea is to deconstruct whiteness in physics. Now, Rhino has a look on his face that is one of perplexion, but it's true. What does that have to do with physics? I, I don't know. They say to show how privilege operates in undergraduate graduate physics teaching and learning. Physics. I agree Is with physics you. different for different races? <laughs> as far as I as far as I know it's I thought not. physics was physics. Which are in accordance with like the laws, right, of our world, of our universe. I thought that was the whole idea. Was that all the smart folks that preceded us discovered all these laws, these truths, and they wrote them down? Conducted experiments, right? That's what you do in science. Proved it and said, yeah, this is it. I don't know anybody's disproved any of that stuff in like a few thousand years or something like that. So yeah, most of the major breakthroughs in physics happened around Einstein's time. I mean, there have been other theories that have been put forth and batted about since then, but... Relativity was one of the last big breakthroughs. So, 80 or so, 90 years ago? At least. Yeah. Okay. Maybe even over 100. Uh, like, I'm, I'm selling short physicians, or not physicians, physicists now that are working on it, but really, if, if you look at it, there haven't been a whole lot of steps forward in the field of physics in 50 years. Okay. Well, there you should know there are a number of physicists who have used the National Science Foundation grant money, which, by the way, comes from you and me when we pay our taxes, researchers that um, have produced studies. Of course, that's what researchers do. You know what I'm saying. They write studies. Uh, And (laughs) in one of these studies... They say the scholars carefully evaluated the footage for instances of marginalization through displays of, quote, certain characteristics that U.S. culture typically associates with white masculine behavior, including control, independence, and decisiveness. No idea what the heck that has to do with physics. I mean, if you're doing scientific analysis you do need a control but i don't think that's the control they're talking about so what they did is this footage by the way i should back up this was footage featuring physics being taught in the classroom the instructors teaching an introductory physics course and then they interviewed the students and the teachers so it was six and a half minutes that uh, this pair of researchers reviewed one of the pair of researchers, Uh, then what they observed was a biracial but culturally white female physics professor giving an assignment to a group of students comprised of a male student of Middle Eastern descent, a female Hispanic student, and a white female student. 
And the assignment was to draw an energy interaction diagram on the whiteboard within a limited amount of time. During that limited amount of time, the white male student of middle excuse me the male, the male student of Middle Eastern descent referred to by the pseudonym Drake. Drake took charge, proceeding to work on the assignment, while the female students, referred to by the pseudonyms Paris and Gale, attempted to make sense of some of the relevant instruction by making contributions along their way. I mean, this is nuts. (laughs) Just crazy. But $495,000 of your hard-earned tax money is funding this critical research. So the, what we've learned is that we got to deconstruct whiteness out of physics. Good grief. We're so focused on irrelevant, unvaluable crap, aren't we? I mean, there's just no value to any of this. This ain't going to change the price at the pump. This is not going to provide relief to the inflationary spiral that's killing us all. It's just unbelievable. But it's $500,000, taxpayer money, out the old winder, as they say. Of the 30 physicists I know, one is white. That's on the ceasefire text line. Oil erased its losses this morning. Yeah, this is Jerry and Waynesboro. It's up. Hmm. Larry and Mai says that Michael Guest declined to debate Michael Cassidy. I don't know. I haven't seen anything on that. I, I mean, it's really not unusual for an incumbent to refuse to debate a challenger. And in fact, because they really only have to like, they don't have very much to gain, but they have everything to lose. Right. Agree. And I mean, it's typical, actually, isn't it, that an incumbent would decline? But we'll see. I think we're going to get them all on back on the shows. Is uh, is what the plan is tentatively. It's not etched in stone yet. But the six who were advancing to runoffs, we have a pair in CD4, CD3, CD2 on the Republican side will appear on this program and also on uh, the earlier program with uh, Mr. Paul Gallo. That's the plan. I think that's been tossed around. Again, nothing definitive yet. We'll see. Thomas and Greenwood says guests did decline the debate. So not, not surprised. Uh, about that whatsoever. Um, it should also be noted that it was learned last week that Mr. Cassidy apparently scrubbed his website and removed some of the some of his uh, policy positions that he had expressed support for on the website, and those have been taken down since. And he made some statements about that, justifying the removal of those items. Uh, one of which would be to for the federal government to pay $20,000 to couples upon marrying and require them to return it and refund it should they divorce. I don't know the details of that. We'll ask him what his thoughts were on that. It is absolutely true that we have a problem in this country that uh, we're, not pr- we're not propagating enough. And it's a, it's a global problem, honestly. And there are a number of reasons for that. We don't have time to get into it today. I'm going to try to tomorrow. But I did some research over the weekend about what what is the issue there? Why are, why are those within the ages of reproducing, why are they electing not to reproduce? 
what's going on there. And there are a number of factors, but there's about five in particular that I would argue are, are key. Again, no time to get into that today, but we will tomorrow. I, I definitely, I don't support the federal government paying money to people to go get married and, and have kids and then pay for their kids after that, which was something else that uh, Mr. Cassidy uh, supported. That's that's the child tax credit uh, plan straight out of the Build Back Better. we got a final segment coming up here. We'll be right back. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Larry Rowlett, former Secret Service Special Agent in charge of the President Ronald Reagan Protective Division. I've purchased Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. I'm inviting you and your family to consider membership in Boondocks FTA. All levels of training for families and individuals are available. We are committed to our effort to keep you and your family safe from gun violence. Support our efforts. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit us at boondocksfta.com. Bob Boyd Honda is the place in Mississippi for Honda certified pre-owned. Honda True Certified Plus guarantees you get all the benefits of joining the Honda family. Thanks to our extensive warranty, every Honda certified pre-owned vehicle comes with peace of mind. And a thorough multi-point inspection with a downloadable vehicle report from Honda. So you see what we see. Find us online at BobBoydHonda.com. Or swing by and let's get you a deal. deal. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. With one week left to file public comments on proposed climate reporting rule feared by farmers, nearly one-third of the U.S. Senate has asked the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission to rescind the proposal. A group of 32 Republican senators on Friday asked the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission to rescind the proposed climate reporting rule that agricultural groups fear would create a burden for farmers. On May the 10th, the SEC granted an extension of the public comment period to June 17th on the proposed rule to require publicly traded companies to report climate efforts. The rule has raised concerns of more than 100 agricultural interest groups who say farmers and ranchers would face new burdens to report personal and business-related information. The senator said in the letter to the SEC that the proposed rule would force farmers to do something that they've never had to do. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize 
utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll time and benefits without changing current processes and proper training. Payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I wasn't sure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Trust will say nothing to no one, know how we bust and never crack a smile or flinch or cry for nobody. We are back on middays from the Element Well Studios, Super Talk, Mississippi. Market's down 6.15 now. Just seems to not... Uh, it broke through the 600 barrier down 5.96 or something briefly, but it didn't last very long. So it is it is uh, fairly certain that it's going to be down for today. It could be a bounce at the end of the trading session. You see that a lot of times when you have uh, these, these big swings in one direction or another. But we shall certainly see. Um, so we were talking a minute ago about uh, Congressman Michael Guest evidently has declined to debate the, the challenger that's in the runoff with him, which is uh, Mr. Michael Cassidy. There's something else that I, I wanted to talk about, which is is kind of a central issue in the campaign, and and this is really just to ex- explain, it's, it's more for informational purposes than anything, and that's this whole situation with Planned Parenthood. And I know we've talked about it before, and I apologize, Rhino, for duplicating the discussion. But as you well know, everybody doesn't listen to every minute we're, we're on the air. We understand that. But we very much appreciate those that do and hang in there with us the whole three hours. But Planned Parenthood has a rather convoluted funding model that is widely misunderstood. There's and let's start with this. There's not a line item in the federal budget that says Planned Parenthood with an amount of money that goes to them. That's just false. That's that is just doesn't happen. Uh, and there's no such thing. Planned Parenthood receives the majority of, it, of its funding from Medicaid because it does provide certain services which are eligible for Medicaid: uh, mammograms, Pap smears, um, uh, other. Um, services that are targeted at women, that are special for women. Of course, by the time the AMA is through, they're, they're trying to break down, right, that there's really no such thing as specialized medicine or medicine that's different for males and females, which is insane. 
But so they, they receive the majority of their funding from Medicaid. Now, here's the thing about Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, uh, the plethora of uh, welfare programs that have been enacted through the years. Those are not voted on on an annual basis. They're not appropriated on an annual basis. They are funded, honestly, through statute. When the, whatever the statutes are that establish those programs and all the various orders and regulations that are used to, to execute and carry out and, and administer those programs, those just happen. They're on autopilot. There's no vote on an annual basis, none whatsoever. And I think that comes as a shock to a lot of people that the, that the Congress, crazy as it sounds, doesn't vote on, on an annual basis, 70% of federal spending. They only vote on the discretionary component, which is about 30%. And of that, two-thirds is military, is defense. Now, what they do vote on and, and have to appropriate as part of that discretionary spending package, which either comes in the form of a continuing resolution, which just says, keep keep the amount of money the same as it has been, or an omnibus budget where they go in and adjust the way money gets appropriated, how much, and, and to which agencies and, and, and federal objects and so forth. But uh, that, that happens on an annual basis. That's absolutely true. And in part of that uh, are all the agencies responsible for administering those mandatory program. So you got Social Security Department, the Medicare, CMS, Medicaid, etc., Health and Human Services, all those agencies, well they administer those programs, but the money that is actually spent on Medicare, on Medicaid, on Social Security, debt interest, all the other welfare programs, that doesn't have to get appropriated. That just happens automatically as a result of statute. And the only way that can be changed is if it is done through an adjustment uh, to the legislation, new legislation, new statute. And that requires, of course, a majority in the House, 60 votes in the Senate, and the President signs off. That's why nothing ever changes, because you can't, you can't get to that threshold. And the last time we had that is when Obama was first elected, and they invested that entire two-year period of ramming through Obamacare and just did nothing else to address anything else that is part of mandatory spending. So that's where Planned Parenthood gets most of their monies from Medicaid. The, the omnibus or continuing resolution, the discretionary side, the money they get from that is called Title X. Title X are family planning grants. They've been around since 1970. It was Richard Nixon's idea. And it's for family planning. And they get grants for that. Uh, you apply for them. And those are actually blocked out to the states and then received um, by the various uh, organizations that are eligible for them. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, but I was going to get into a little bit more details there. Planned Parenthood has not received any of that money. They opted out because Donald Trump said you can't counsel abortion as an option in family planning. And Planned Parenthood dropped out for um, 18, 19, and 20 of the program. Joe Biden reinstated. We're out of time here today. We'll be back in the studios tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.